Hi everyone and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. It is set to be a brilliant Sunday in the Bundesliga this time around because Borussia Dortmund takes on Union Berlin and Bayern takes on Freiburg. So all the teams that are positioned 1 through 4 in the Bundesliga will be playing each other. Federbrem is slightly behind in 5th. I don't know why I needed to add that. I am more proud of the fact that Gladbach is there, but Werder Bremen is having an excellent season. Anyway, you know, when we play Werder Bremen, we'll get there. So, Bayern is coming off of securing qualification in the round of 16 in the UEFA Champions League. Why am I so excited about this? Because they do this every season anyway. Well, we did qualify from a group with Inter and Barcelona in there. And let's not forget, Robert Lewandowski is trying to fight to secure a place in the round of 16 of the UEFA Champions League while his old team has already qualified. So business as usual in the Champions League, not so much in the Bundesliga. So what happened last weekend? Do we really need to do this? Yes, we do. Bayern was smooth sailing against Borussia Dortmund 2-0 up and then Yusuf Amukuku scored and then oh man do we really have to okay I, I have to remind you so I will then Anthony Modest missed a brilliant chance and then Anthony Modest scored a goal in the 90 plus 5th minute which was basically the last action of the game and Bayern drew that game 2-2 drop points it's happening too many times this season, too many drop points, too many draws. The manner of that draw made that game feel feel like a defeat. To date, Bayern has only lost once this season, but four wins, four draws, and one loss at the start of a campaign is not great. One of our former coaches, I think, I think, it might have been Louis Van Hal. Not 100% sure. Don't quote me on this. Used to say that um, that you need to get two points out of you need to have an average of two points per game and that's usually enough to win the title Bayern has an average of less than that because we sit on 16 points after nine games but you know who is averaging that it's the Freiburg we're in second so let's talk about Freiburg you know, I don't know how Christian Strike does this, but somehow he manages to get transfers right again and again. Matthias Ginter came back in from Borussia Mönchengladbach. And uh, other than that, uh, Daniel Kofi Kiere came in from St. Pauli. And I want to point out Kofi Kiere because he did score last weekend in the 2-2 draw against Hatta Berlin, but mainly the big transfer that I want to talk about is Mikhail Gregorich. Like, yeah, I'm glad Ritsudowan came in, but um, I did not expect Gregorich to have this kind of an impact because at Augsburg, I thought of him as a he was a good forward, but pretty much the average to good line rather than the good to great line, and he has been really fantastic since coming to Freiburg. And uh, you know, he's an automatic starter. Niels Pedersen is always good to come on and either score a goal or make a, make a goal line clearance to stop the ball from going in and give his team a point or some more. 
And uh, yeah, it has been a fantastic season. So the Tutu Dragons had to Berlin did surprise me a little bit because I really did fully expect Freiburg to go into that game and win it. But had to Berlin have been tough to beat. And in all fairness, Freiburg does have to play Europa League too, where they're doing fantastic, by the way. But um, Freiburg had fewer shots in that game in total. And uh, they had more possession, but that doesn't really mean much anymore in in terms of how the game has changed it, once upon a time like having pos- having a lot of possession was seen as a good thing I, I think with the way that the game has changed that's no longer the case so rundown of some of Freiburg's results they have had one defeat in the league one defeat this whole campaign I believe and it came in that weird game against uh, Borussia Dortmund where they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. They should have won that one. And then one slip by their keeper. I think it was Mark Flecken in goal that day. I'm pretty sure that that really started. Yes, it was Mark Flecken in goal that really started started the comeback from Dortmund. Uh, Jamie Bynogins got a goal. Mukuku, who's, who's had a really good season in all fairness, got another one. And Marius Wolf, all people, scored a late goal. So aside from that blip, Freiburg has done really well and I don't I don't know um I I don't know if Christian Strike even has any complaints about that defeat because I guess it happens is what you can say but uh yeah so they started in the cup again with a 2-1 win over Kaiserslautern which was a bit of a tough game uh rolled over Augsburg I believe Mikhail Grigorich got a goal in that game. Yeah, he did. And he did not choose to celebrate. So, good on him. And then came the strange defeat against Dortmund. They beat Stuttgart by a solitary goal. Bochum by a solitary goal. Leverkusen by the odd goal in a 3-2 win. They drew against Mönchengladbach in a nil-nil game that really did not deserve to be that much more than nil-nil. I might even say Freiburg was a little lucky. In that one, but then again, it's Gladbach, you make your own luck and all that. So, uh, there was another nil nil against Hoffenheim. They beat Mainz by the odd goal in a 2 1 victory. And uh, there was the draw against Hatter Berlin. So, a lot of closely contested results. Now, I've loved what Freiburg has done so far, but in too many games, it feels like they're just about shading it. Now, you could look at it, look at that, and say, "Hey, that's a sign of a champion. Champions know how to eke out results at the right moment." And at the same time, you could look at that and say, "Okay, this team doesn't score that many, so you know maybe there's some weaknesses there." To be fair, Freiburg has scored 14 goals. Union Berlin, who's head of the league, has scored. 16 so I don't think it's even fair for me to say that they haven't scored that many Dortmund scored only 13 Mönchengladbach was created so many chances scored 16 Frankfurt Köln also scored 16 um Leipzig on 14 goals so you know Freiburg are on par on course for that Bayern's 25 and Werder Bremen's 20 yes Werder Bremen's 20 Sticks out like sore thumbs in that table, but you know, good type of sore thumbs, not the bad ones. I don't know if there's is there a good sore thumb anyway. So, in terms of how Freiburg will set up, we'll we'll actually look at that in a second. I actually want to talk about their Europa League campaign a little bit because I've just been so impressed. They've played three, 
They've won three. They've conceded one so far. They've looked good in literally every game that I've watched them in. Uh, in the Europa League, they started the campaign with a 2-1 win over Karabakh, where Grifo and Doan got the goals. I mean, you know what I guess was wonderful about Freiburg is, despite all of that, they managed to hold on to they managed to hold on to their players. Uh, the win over Olympiacos 3-0 was particularly impressive. They beat Nantes, I think that's how you pronounce their name, 2-0 on the last match day, and they're going to take on Nantes again this time. And a victory will pretty much all but confirm their place in the round of 16. And for a team that's trying to juggle so many competitions, and as you know, Bundesliga squads are not particularly big, I think that's really impressive. Now... How might they set up? So, against Hatta Berlin, this is how they went. They went Flecken and goal. They went with Gunter and Sildalia as the as uh, the left back and the right back. And they went with the partnership of Leinhardt and Ginter in the center of defense. And I don't think that will change. Uh, yeah, I think that'll that'll stay. Hofler and Eggestein were in midfield, and again. Yeah, I don't I don't see that change either. Grifo, Kiere and Risodowan were the three behind Mikhail Gregorich. It's unlikely that that might change, although Kevin Shada, who I really like, he might play and Lucas Holler may come on as Lucas Holler may play as well. Lucas Holler I I do hmm. I do expect Lucas Holler to actually start this one against Bayern. But so there might be some chop and change in the front four, but the back six, basically the four and the two defensive mids, I think will stay the same. As for Bayern, Thomas Muller went off with a muscle strain against um against Victoria Poulsen, from what I've heard he went off re when I was watching the game I saw he went off really, really early. So I don't know if Muller will be back for this. He should be. Kingsley Coman should be out after getting a red card last time out. Serge Gnabry, I think, is injured. Jamal Muziala has COVID. Lucas Hernandez is out, as we know, and is basically trying to be fit for the World Cup as it's around the corner. It's not that far. Um, Matthijs De Ligt, I think, will still be out. That leaves That basically leaves us with... Very few options, and I think we're going to see Mazrawi uh, with Pava and Upamecano at the heart of defense, and uh, perhaps Stanisic on the other side because Alfonso Davies is out as well. So while it's not his best position, Stanisic will probably end up having to play left back. I wouldn't mind. I don't know if Mazrawi. No, I, I I don't really know what else Bayern can do unless they want to switch to a back three. But, you know, the back four hybrid-ish has been the formation for this season and expect it to be this case moving forward. Now, in defensive mid, I think it will be Goretzka Kimmich because as I've seen the games, I realized that that is 100%, no doubt, Bayern's best DM pairing. Sabitzer did come on against Pulsen, but I think Nagelsmann will stick with Goretzka Kimmich. This is a big game. The next three, if Muller's fit, 
Mura will be there. Mane should be there. Uh, Sane should be there. And that leaves one open slot. Uh, you know, he could do a bunch of things, Nagelsmann. He could, you know, Nagelsmann could, um, he could put Tell in there. You know, try something different. At this point, we are alarmingly short of options. And uh, we have some tough games following this one because Augsburg in the Cup, Augsburg's been doing pretty well this season after basically being drummed by Freiburg on the opening day. They've managed to find themselves in a decent tent ahead of Leipzig. They've gotten 13 points, which is not that far from Bayern 16. But And, uh, of course, they're responsible for... You know, Bayern's one solitary defeat this season. So there are some wrongs to be righted there. And Bayern, it is going to be a tough fixture in the cup, especially with, and considering Bayern is just so light on players right now. So how do I expect this game to go? Well, Freiburg plays Thursday. Bayern played Wednesday. So that's like a 24-hour separation. I think Freiburg's game will be tougher than Bayern's, ones, Bayern's one was against Poulsen. And a lot of players got to be taken off early. So I can see Freiburg being a little more tired than Bayern. I can see Freiburg setting up to defend. Christian strike, above all else, is, is a very practical tactician. He doesn't set his team up to fail. He doesn't have delusions about the quality of his team. He knows exactly what his team is. And that is the most impressive part. Because what they could do really well at once upon a time was defend. And slowly over the years, they've turned, they've, they've moved toward becoming an attacking outfit with very nice additions. So I, I think Freiburg will sit back a little bit not too much and try to beat Bayern on the counter and they'll press Bayern I just wonder how I just wonder how leggy they will be because their game is on Thursday in the Europa League and I don't really know what we'll see from Bayern like I was I was impressed with how things went down in Pulsen I mean I guess naturally so uh, they did qualify for the round of 16 and there's not there's not much to be added on about that. So they did well there. And that was that was always going to be one of those games that Bayern would easily win. And maybe I shouldn't say that because there have been other games this season we thought we would win easily and it hasn't happened. But that was one of the more winnable fixtures. So... I'm not going to make a prediction here. I just know it's going to be a tough game. And it would be really nice to get a win. And it would help us move forward in the Bundesliga table. Because there's every chance. I saw Borussia Dortmund against Sevilla. They were pretty bad. There's every chance that Union Berlin beats Dortmund. And then Bayern does not beat Freiburg. And then that gap gets bigger. <sighs> it's going to be interesting. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up-to-date coverage in Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian FB Works, at The Barrel Blog, at TommyAdam71, at BFWN and more. This has been Samrin. I've really enjoyed doing these previews and just hearing back from you guys in the comments section. So feel free, please, you know, drop in a comment. 
and uh, thank you for listening. Take care.